1: Makasha! This is Michelangelo, a.k.a. Greg Sipes. You're listening to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. That's what's up!
0: Welcome to the Ninja Turtle
2: Power Hour. I'm Spencer Toon. I'm Keith McGuffey.
3: I'm Mike Templeton.
2: Mike Templeton. The man who needs no introduction. The voice is back. Mike Templeton. The voice is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Smooth turtles. Welcome to WTRL. All turtle radio. All turtles all the time.
3: Nope, there it goes. I lost it. All right, guys.
2: (laughs) I wonder how long it would take us to go from like Smooth jazz to like
3: <laughs> dingo
2: and the baby. You know? <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, guys, this is 97.5. <laughs> uh you joke, but I'm probably gonna do that bit next week now. So oh perfect.
0: <laughs> Sound like present Mike.
3: Oh god, only, yes. That's only it. anime that's, fans. That's will. the joke. Nope, that's the joke I'll do next week.
0: Oh geez. All right.
3: <laughs> oh, I gotta warm up the vocals for that one. Yeah. Uh anyway, uh guys, what a what a fun week it's been.
2: Yeah. 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 What what are we what are we talking about this week, Spencer? Well, before we do that, yeah. Calabunga Collection. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So we forgot to mention that in our news last week, but hey, Calabunga Collection finally released. Um and I wanted to play it so badly that I had to use my phone as a hotspot to download the game onto my Switch.
2: <laughs> Remember when like, you used to have like wait at GameStop and stuff? Like what a what a world we live in that you you used your phone to get to the internet to download something to your Game <laughs> right, right?
3: Like I so ultimately I decided last yeah. minute to not get the collector's edition, um, and my wife thankfully canceled it for me. She actually hit the cancel button because um, I couldn't bring myself to do it, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I uh, God, it. It's, it's, it's everything I wanted and more. Like, I'm genuinely impressed with everything that is in this collection so far. Yeah. Like, Spencer, I, I don't think I said, I think you said you don't have it yet.
0: No, I don't have it yet. I'll be getting it on on Saturday
2: or Keith maybe sooner. Know,
3: but Keith, I know yeah. you have it. I have it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. What games have you beaten so far?
2: Um, let's see. I went through the first two Game Boy games, uh, Fall of the Foot Clan and Radical Rescue. And I'm working my way through the third one, which is more like a Metroid kind of game.
3: Um, yeah, I heard. I didn't know that was like a Metroidvania, so I'm kind yeah. of I'm kind of excited to try I that. Played it for like ah, that's a Radical minutes. Rescue,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. I played it for all of like 15 minutes. You start off with Michelangelo, and I rescued Leonardo. That's I'm how far we cool. got. So I'm but, yeah. pretty jazzed about that. That is awesome. I love Metroidvania, yeah. so. Well, like, up. Uh, they apparently have different powers because, like, Michelangelo can like hover with his nunchucks, and uh-huh. Leonardo, I got to a spot where I like was able to drill down with his sword. Does, does he tell people to eat feet when he's hovering with his nunchucks? <laughs> no, man. The, the Game Boy was not that advanced. Oh, bummer. <laughs> uh, real cool thing happened though when I played Radical, uh, uh, not Radical Rescue, the second one, uh, back from the sewers. I like I lost Raphael. He got kidnapped, and then between levels, I had to fight Rex One to get him back. Which is really cool. Yeah, I think
3: that's the one. Is that the one that also has uh, Scratch in it, or is that Radical Rescue?
2: That's Radical Rescue because I just fought Scratch. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
3: So there you go. So people who are like, "Why is this figure so expensive?" It's because Scratch is in the best Game Boy game. There
1: you go. All right, uh, and no other reason. Uh,
3: (laughs) For me, I started off with the original NES game because I had to. Got to exactly where I always got to when I was younger, the city level where you get the party van or the party wagon. And then I jumped over to the arcade game and I beat that. <laughs> I was playing that the entire time I was recording uh, Turtle Recall last night
1: oh, nice. and
2: doing the news with Jason.
3: <laughs> He's like, "And Mike, what do you think about it? And I'm like, I'm on level seven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I jumped on an online game today with some guys and... You don't actually, like, at the last level where, where Shredder divides into in clones, hmm. you apparently don't have to find the real one. If you just beat the crap out of all the clones, eventually they stop coming out, and you can just oh. dogpile on Shredder. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, gotta, I gotta do an
2: online, ga- online game. Yeah,
3: it's pretty sweet. Uh, so, for online accessibility, it is not cross-platform. So, if you're playing it on Switch, you're only going to play with Switch players, uh, PC only PC, Xbox only Xbox ps4 only ps4 unless you're playing ps4 on a ps5 then you can do that but you can't play ps5 with the ps4
2: makes sense i rehearsed that so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um but yeah uh i can't wait to try it um there's like there's and there's so many cool things in there like the art gallery in there with all the concept art um god the strategy guide is so cool like yeah. it's a brand new strategy guide that they digital eclipse uh, made for the game you can like watch like stuff that I've been doing since the eighties, like when I was uh, I decided to like see like what it, what they were gonna say for the original NES game, and they do like the Rocksteady Donatello trick that I've been doing since nineteen eighty
1: nine,
3: and it's like it's it's a video
2: clip, like so also, they describe it
3: and then and then you can watch a video of them doing it so that you can do it.
2: I don't know if you've seen this, but if you're like like hovered on a game you haven't gotten into it yet there's an option just to watch it yeah be played and then you can jump in and, and play it from that point
3: that's so which cool. is
2: crazy so like if you're stuck on a point you can just like get just like watch the video basically until which it goes past that point and then jump back into it
0: i'm just gonna watch Super tournament
2: genius. fighters until it gets to karai and finally beat karai <laughs> right <laughs> oh you, man
3: like you can like God, it's, it's such a cool
2: collection. and That's right. Seroton cheats like crazy, too. Like it- three command <laughs> grabs in a row. Come on.
0: Which it's- version is that one? Is that Sega?
2: Yeah, it's a Sega version. Okay. I've only played the, the SNES version. Oh, yes. The SNES version. I put the difficulty down way low. Yeah. And then I- I rescued just- Splinter. Yeah. I rescued Splinter and he had the audacity to be like, oh, hey, you're not ready to uh, fight the next guy yet. Start over. I'm like, dude, I just rescued your ass. <laughs> oh, man.
3: But yeah, uh, just a fantastic collection, and it's funny like playing it right after Shredder's Revenge, because like that game, you use you know all of the buttons on the controller, but like a lot of these games only had a lot of the games in the Bunga collection only had like two two or three button inputs,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and so you're so you're like hitting X on your or you're hitting you know X or Y on your controller, and it's like on an A B
2: controller for the NES. Yeah. <laughs> like
3: you're trying to activate a super move and there weren't any
2: back. I haven't done it yet, but they included an option to make dash a button in Turtles in Time, which is was always my biggest complaint about Turtles in Time. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's pretty neat. Yeah, god, yeah. it it's it's
3: just such a cool collection. So uh definitely pick that up. Anyway, Spencer, anyway. what are we talking about tonight? Tonight
0: we're going to be talking about Armageddon Game pregame number 2 and issue 131 of IDW's TMNT.
3: So that's issue 131 of yeah. IDW TMNT and <laughs> Armageddon realizing, <game> pre- <laughs>
0: realizing our routine and how like necessary it is for us. To- <laughs> yeah,
2: right. We need titles. All right. Um, I think I'm up first tonight, right?
3: Uh, you are.
2: All so right. Let me tell you a story. Perhaps I can best explain. The story of my young friends and I is really the story of a man named
3: Hamato Yoshi.
2: So this is uh, TMNT, the Armageddon Games opening moves number two. Originally published August of 2022. Story by Tom Waltz. Art by Faro Colors by Rhonda Patterson. And letters by Sean Lee. So Shredder and Kitsune continue their astral journey into the minds of Rat King's team. They travel to Baxter's place where they find him scolding one of his employees and pouring himself a drink. They note that he's a rather anxious person before diving into his memories. They see one of Baxter's memories from a few months ago where he's checking on some of his experiments, large egg-shaped objects floating in giant tubes of ooze. Unbeknownst to Baxter, old Hob has made his way into the facility and threatens Baxter with a knife saying they have unfinished personal business to attend to. Baxter brandishes a gun. Hobb's able to avoid the gunfire and make his way behind Baxter, pinning him against a wall. Baxter says he knows what's happened to old Hobb, that he's now an outcast and pariah from his fellow mutants. As Hobb threatens to kill Baxter, he comments that something far worse is coming for the mutants. Hobb lets Baxter live, but trashes the lab and tells Baxter it's not over. By the time Hobb's done with him, he says Baxter will wish he would have killed him. Shredder and Kitsune exit Baxter's mind, and Shredder notes that Hobb seems to unnerve Baxter, which is not something that's easily come by, and he might be an ally if Hobb can get together with the other mutants get along with them. As they leave, Baxter's assistant calls to say that she found information on Darkwater, a paramilitary group that was working for Bishop. Shredder and Kitsune continue on to Knoll's headquarters.
3: Shredder and Katsune then leave Stockman and head over to Null Industries, where Null herself has just dismissed Zodi and Krissa and is ready, getting ready for bed. They enter her mind flash flashback to several years ago on the planet Harobil in Dimension Z. Null and her cousin no- Noi Tidar search for Chirube and the turnstone she carries. Chirube meditates in a cave, attempting to telepathically reach out for help, but she's discovered by No Tidar's hunting beast, Verminator Z. The Verminator chases her, but she's already injured. And although she's able to level the beast with a blast, No Tidar's minion is able to catch her in an energy net. Fortunately, Chirube calls for help or answered, and she uses her savior's arrival as a distraction to free herself from the net. She then jumps into his mouth to escape the dimension. Shredder and Kitsune then return home, but Kitsune says that between the dragon summoning ritual and this undertaking, she needs to rest and recharge as she returns to her thin place. Saki wonders if he is worthy of redemption, but suddenly seeing Seri's escape pod crash down in Mutant Town, he takes it as a sign and proceeds. Meanwhile, Rat King finds the starving and weak Leathercrang in the alley where Shredder and Kitsune left them in the last issue. He smells that Kitsune has been there and is even more intrigued now that he thinks she is playing his game. He then force feeds Leather Crang a rat to boost their strength and eats one himself.
0: All right, and that leads into my issue, which doesn't like really like lead into, lead into my issue, but my issue comes after this. So it was originally released on July 27th of 2022. Uh, so before, but we thought that chronologically... It fit better. So, the turtles are training with Saki in a forest, where the barrier between worlds is thinner, making it easier for the turtles to learn what he has to teach them. Alopex has left the Hamato Clan because she can't forgive Shredder and refuses to work with him. Shredder is going to teach the turtles Kuji Kiri, ancient secret mystic arts. It has close ties to black magic, so it's incredibly risky and dangerous to use. They can be debilitating to the user and those around them, so they must be immediately revoked after summoning. They are to be used sparingly and in secrecy. The gaze of an outsider can make the magic go awry. There are different basic principles of Kujikiri, and the turtles have already dabbled in the astral projection, so Shredder is teaching them Rin, which means strength. After a day of training... The turtles have dark nightmares due to the nature of the place they're in, and also from training with uh, Kujikiri. Raph dreams of Alopex hating him so much that she attacks him and he is forced to stab her. Mikey dreams of a zombie slash and orphans chasing him, asking why he left them. Don is chased down by Bebop and Rocksteady who want to tear him apart. Then they become Dr. Barlow, who says he was just trying to help Donatello. Jenica is confronted by her past connections that were part of her life as a criminal. After everyone is up and sharing what they saw, we learn that Leo didn't have a nightmare. Shredder believes it has to do with Leo's aptitude for dark magic. It's tied to his Dark Leo persona that was brought forth clear back into the Cityfall arc. He's going to have to learn how to summon Dark Leo. And that is where our issues leave off. bum, bum, bum.
3: So it seems like things are picking up in this Armageddon game.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the, the last of our exposition is here or our setup, I guess I should say, for the whole thing is here.
3: You could and say cause... that the game has truly
0: begun. Which is why these issues were called pregame.
3: But you know. ah. <laughs> uh, But yeah. Um, so yeah, so here we go. Armageddon game. It is officially kicked off. Uh Let's uh, get to uh, the second time around.
0: Hey, nice junk. All right, so if we're starting with pregame number two, um there's some appearances in here that were originally appeared in TMNT
2: Adventures. You have Chirube.
3: The Turnstone.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> essentially, like, everything in Null's part, every uh, proper noun is basically from the Archie comics. Yeah. <laughs> so, Noitai yeah. Dar. Yeah, yeah, Null herself, Bay, Turnstone, Noi Verminator Z is a reference to Verminator X. Horobol was a planet in Archie comics. Uh, Cuddly makes an appearance, and then the Four Winds uh, was was a thing in the in the Archie comics as well. Yeah, it like the, it, it's yeah yeah
3: you know, we we knew we were getting um, the Nova Posse, but now like you know this is all from Archie. Like it's so cool.
2: Yeah. seeing Tom Waltz is just like turning into that skid <laughs> just no regrets at all he's like we're doing all of it <laughs> yeah
3: but it, but but I mean like that's it's logically the next thing for them to mine
2: for for this oh yeah it's like pretty much untapped so. exactly
3: and it's like all of those characters like we've already gotten you know Jaguar and um god I Dreadmon. forgot the hyena Dreadmon Dreadmon um like, we've already got those guys, and, you know, we have, you know, not Ray Filet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been aspects of Arch here already, but now we're, like, diving into it. And I think on um, Santaluco's variant cover, Cuddly is there. He's not in this issue, but, he, but he's, like, one of the chess pieces on the board.
0: Off to know another look at that. I didn't notice him in there.
3: It's like in the bottom corner. It it could be it. It's either Cuddly or Chiyun the uh or Chiyu, the uh brother from that was killed in the Ghostbusters crossover.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's captured yeah. in their the Ghostbusters yeah, special so like, gadgetry. It's,
3: it's either one, but it's definitely a cow. It's face. A definitely
0: <laughs> a cow face. Yeah, yeah. I'm Ooh. pretty sure it's Cuddly. I, I don't think it's, I don't think Chi Yu's coming back, but I could
3: Well, I don't think Chi Yu's coming back, but like, I don't think Rat King knows where Chi Yu is. Because the last time, the last time at the family dinner, he, they were like, mm, when, Yeah. They, when they were doing the roll call. So.
2: Did we lose Mike? I think
0: we did. Oh, that sucks. But they have to be done in secret and not visible.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like, At least the if I saw the same article you guys saw, like they had that picture of like Donatello like shooting a force blast out of his hand. Yeah. But even that was like in a dream sequence. Yeah. So yeah. If it's abandoned their weapons or or whatever. Yeah,
0: abandon their weapons and everything else is is totally clickbait. Oh yeah. Bull crap. But anyway, (laughs) read the comic. If you haven't been reading it, read it. Yeah. You know, and then and then you can know what's going on and see if these articles are uh, worth your time or not.
2: Yeah, so what, uh, while we're waiting for, for Mike to get back, there's, it's called like the nine cuts or something that the, their ninjutsu is based on. And we know like mm-hmm. one of them is strength, but we don't yeah. know what the other eight are yet, right? Uh, well, one of them is astral
0: projection. I can't remember what the, the Japanese word that he gave for it was. Oh, right. That's in there. Rin was strength. And then he, he said the other one, and that's astral projection, control over space and time
1: there's seven are
2: are there okay so there's five turtles
1: you know what casey april Alapex, venus would be nine they each get one cut there you go ah speculation yeah i mean even
0: with the other clickbait articles you also have the the new like clones look like they're supposed to be like the dark turtles coming in, and you have people making articles about that of like, oh, they've made four new ninja turtles, and it's like, oh my gosh, like this is such clickbait to like
2: trigger people and yeah. make them upset about creating too many I'm excited turtles. for that too because we haven't, like, they haven't come back since the All right, that the, was annoying. Yeah, sorry, man, we 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 started talking about the, the nine cuts is the uh. What is it? What what the what the mystic arts are called? The okay. Fuji Kitty. Uh, so where
3: did I get, get cut get off? Because I started talking about like how people were like it came out like right around
2: the time of Rise. And I think you said Pete and then cut yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you didn't get the word "people" out. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. great.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, because I was talking about like why people were kind of like freaking out about it, and I was like. You know, saying like, uh, kind of came out about Rise, so people came around, came out around the time that the Rise movie was coming, so that was on everybody's minds again. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: No, they they intentionally made it sound like Rise, which triggers a lot of people already, and then they,
3: and then they kind of just yeah, like, I mean, they they, get they, it. they just they just you know got the they got the clicks for it, and it's like it's yeah. whatever. Um, we know how the internet runs. Yeah. Uh but the nine cuts specifically, this is not the first time that they appeared in Ninja Turtles. Really? Uh
1: um,
3: yes. Uh it is from the 2012 series. Uh Splinter specifically teaches Leonardo the nine the nine
2: cuts. Well, that's like, like what the healing stuff that was, was the right? healing hands, yeah. yeah. So it's hmm.
3: a different application uh in that show. But the like, but that definitely stuck out to me like as soon as like I was like nine cuts sounds very familiar, and then as soon as uh, Shredder said Rin, I was like, "That's it." There you go. So, very cool. That was my. I'm I'm glad that I was the only one that picked that out because I, <laughs> I was very proud <laughs> that I noticed that.
0: Yeah, because I mean, that's the other thing about this is like Ninja Turtles has had these for a while and has had like astral projection, and think like you know in issue nine, you know you have a a samurai spirit that possesses splinter to go pass yeah. on the samurai spirit to a son mm-hmm. like you've like, got astral projection and stuff things that have been happening mystic
3: powers are not a new thing to Ninja Turtles. yeah no as and much also, as like, like yeah. as much as dudes want to like pretend that it is it's it's not like all the stuff that like people are freaking out about like i mean even in like 2003 with the dragon powers like yeah it's it's such a normal thing in turtles that like it's really silly when dudes freak out about this kind of stuff
0: yeah, tournament fighters. You have tournament Michelangelo using like dragon breath. You know, yeah. he opens up dragon his breath. breath and dragon breaths out a fireball. Oh and yeah, I, I
2: played as Don the other day, and I threw an entire dragon at a dude somehow. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're super crazy. crazy.
3: Yeah, and so like it, it just it's just so weird when dudes get mad at this kind of stuff because it's always been there.
2: Yeah, just yeah. read the
3: comics, watch the so shows,
2: like what all nine of them are, because really we only saw like Donatello shoot something from his hand, but even that was like a dream sequence. So
1: yeah, yeah. But it was,
3: but it still was kind of. It was, it was very like Vegeta killing you know, something, <laughs> like yeah. kind of yeah. leaning over and killing it. Um. Uh, hang on. What are the healing hands? It's it's Rin. Hyo is one of them. Um. God, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find like the list of them.
0: Man, in the nineteen ninety movie, like the one everyone loves and considers like the example of everything, splinter astral projects to the turtles. Like he appears in True. the fire yeah. to
3: them. Yeah, like that uh was a, that was the cover for the next issue.
0: Yeah, which is, like
3: uh, that's seems that's, like it'll be cool. That was really cool. So it's it's Rin, Pyo, To Sha, Kai Jin, Retsu, Zai, and Zen. Okay. Those are those are the nine cuts.
2: If anyone knows Japanese, let us know what what those are. I know that Rin is strength. That's it. I've heard Zen, <laughs> very Zen.
1: Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> um.
3: But yeah. So he specific, so Splinter specifically teaches them, calls them. He calls them the Healing Hands.
1: Um.
3: And Leo uses those with like you know hand gestures, just like Splinter, just like Shredder explains in this issue. Um. They, they, you have to accompany them with the hand gestures, and that unlocks your chi to do something.
0: Cool. All right. Cool. Reference. Another another thing that I kind of realized in in one thirty one, and maybe it's just a general trope with a lot of things, but I, I don't I don't know. For me, it's very very similar. Um, the stories reminds me a lot of Twilight of the Ring from like the guest era, when they like go into the woods and there's the ancient reptile spirit that's there to see them advance but they fight like the evil mammal there and it's very dream dream sequencey and weird Mm. and it also kind of reminds me of the darkness within episode in the 2003 series when there's like that lovecraftian monster that traps them and makes them have nightmares over and over and each of them are like confronting their fears with it and things like that you know leonardo is attacked by splinter and then you know he ends up having to stab him and he stabs splinter through and splinter's like why did you do this to me you know i'm your father
2: and it's, mm. it's you know very traumatizing like stuff but is that the one where like raf fights the shredder and knocks his helmet off and under the helmet is raf yeah yeah that's a good episode
0: and then Michelangelo's I mean, is the something night, really all funny
3: mayor sequences are really cool in this one
0: yeah so yeah. It, it like like Raph stabbing Alopex really reminds me of like Leo's nightmare in that episode. So I feel like it's kind of a combination of of those things. Um. Yeah, or or maybe it's not at all, and they just kind of came up with it, and it just so happens that it feels similar to those. But I'm getting well, let's the same get, vibes.
3: Let's get let's get Tom back on the show, and we'll talk about it.
0: <laughs> Ask about the inspiration.
3: Oh wait, no, this is a Sophie issue. Yeah, we this get let's Sophie get Sophie issue. on
0: here. I've uh, been working on it. I actually need to do some (laughs) follow-up.
3: So, All right. So I think that's everything we noticed for these issues. Uh, Let's talk about what we didn't like.
0: No anchovies. You put anchovies on this thing and you're in big trouble, okay?
1: I call Legend know.
2: So opening moves, uh, and they don't say this in the comic proper, but like, the notes in the beginning and then in the advertisement at the end for the start of the armageddon game proper they call rat king's group the trio of terror i don't don't know how i feel about that that's that's my anchovy
3: mine is that um there's not like you kind of heard spencer mention it when at the top we didn't really under- know when these issues take place within each other. Like opening moves is kind of its own, is its own thing. It's like its own series.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
3: And so we kind of took a guess based on like, because Shredder and Katsune are, are still finding out about uh, all of Rat King's players. And then when you read issue 31, 131, like he's been with the turtles for a bit. So yeah. like, Obviously, it takes place beforehand, but it would have been nice to have like a primer. And Tom Waltz, um, like a couple days ago, uh, tweeted out like a calendar showing all of the issues that are going to be in uh, like this crossover going into like next year. And there's a there's a lot coming. Like this is a yeah. long this is a long event,
1: and it's
0: going to be told across three titles. So.
3: But it, but there wasn't a reading order, and I think that's that's my annoyance so far.
2: Oh, gotcha. Because yeah, like opening moves. Let's see. It ends with him seeing the, the Triceraton crash in the city, which happened at the end of like one thirty-seven, one thirty-nine. It happened like recently. Sari, it happened with the last. Showed,
3: yeah, seri showed up yeah. like a couple issues ago.
2: Yeah, but she didn't get launched to the turtles until uh, just a, just an issue or two ago, I think. So it's like, but still, yeah. yeah it's,
3: but you get what I mean. Like a month yeah. behind. There's no, there's no like, time for. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Pablo Tunicas art. He he draws good turtles and good body horror, but his Shredder, ooh, his Oroku Saki, is not
0: not my favorite yeah yeah i kind of that's that was my anchovy uh in 131 is is pablo tunica's I, I actually yeah i don't mind his turtles his turtles look fine mm-hmm. um there's some other characters he draws like a is one of them i think the biggest thing is there does seem to be like some continuity with characters faces in the way they look um And his like Orokusaki looks nothing like any of the Orokusakis. I think that's the biggest thing that it does it. Well,
3: yeah. I mean, like going from going from opening moves to like how Faro Pay draws him to how Pablo Tunica draws him, like they're two completely different characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very different. Like those crazy eyebrows. Like
3: yeah, with those crazy (laughs) eyebrows. Like Faro Pay draws him as like, you know, a man in his, you know you know, mid third, mid to late 30s. Mm-hmm. And, like, pa- Pablo Tunica draws him as, like, a 50, 60-year-old man.
2: Yeah. With crazy eyebrows. <laughs> I don't like his Alopex either. Yeah, yeah I his, al- like his, his Alopex, alopex is a little
3: weird. And then also, like, the, the flashback with, like, Alopex and everybody, like, I was able to figure out, like, who all the turtles were. And then, like, Donatello seemed, like, shorter and smaller than everybody else
2: yeah the scale's kind of
3: all over the place like the, the scale yeah the scale was kind of all over the place with them and like i don't remember anything happening to him in, in like 127 to 130 where that caused him to do that so if i missed that let me know but like the whole dr barlow arc i don't remember his size changing
0: yeah i, I don't think it did it i think it's just a. Uh an error but I could be wrong yeah
3: because like I spent the whole time like thinking like maybe that isn't Donatello but like there's five Ooh, turtles in the shot
2: there's a twist though maybe it's not Donatello
3: like I thought I'm it was
2: alone. Venus for a second but then
3: I was like no that's not like Venus
2: yeah. yep inconsistent anyway. scale always always an issue
3: but that's but, it that's my those are my all my stuff
2: yeah that's all I have too so this is like the least we've complained about anything in a while. I know, time. right? We've oh, mostly yeah, been watching the nice. 87 series. <laughs> well we, <laughs> ne- right, we never really them. have
3: we never really have much to <laughs>
2: complain about when we read IDW. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a great series, it really is. Let's do I love being a turtle then. Oh, I love being a turtle. Uh
3: the null flashback was just was really good.
2: Yeah.
0: I love getting to see like no and actually know more about her. Like I she's one of those characters that like she kind of a emerged and you thought she was going to be a bigger player and she was like the main villain for the mutanimals arc which i i loved like that's probably some of um that's probably some of andy Kuhn's best work uh in in the idw series is in that book i i really he does a really really good job in that as well as it's just a great story that's super well written uh you know there's characters like seymour guts that just break your heart when you read it it's yeah man yeah it's for it's one of my favorite highlights of of the idw series so you know she was a really cool villain in that and i'm just super glad i get to see more of her now and get more backstory and and seeing
2: what was going on in her life before she ended up on earth making and capturing mutants it's well written too because like we don't get like a lot of characters standing around doing exposition like we don't really know who Cherube is, or like what the turnstone is, like, but it makes sense because it's her memory, so it wouldn't be just like expositing a dump of words onto us. It's it it leaves room for some mystery, too. I really like it, yeah. That you know, should hopefully
0: be explained as the series goes on and won't be just dumped on us all at once. Which
2: great writing, you know, super super awesome. I'm super ready for this like massive team up crossover, good guys, bad guys. I'm, I'm here for it man yeah get, get the game together let's do it yeah well and like I I was kind of a little
0: iffy on cuddly coming into the IDW series like there's a part of me that was kind of like uh, you know he, he's a fun character and it's funny that he's in adventures and he's this big cow head that is travels interdimensionally and like I don't know I was pretty iffy on it on you know bringing it into this series but so far with how they're introducing him and how they're bringing him in it's working for me and I'm really liking it. You know, it's going absolutely out there, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it's making it work. And I, I'm, I'm here for
3: it. I hope they make him like a multiversal being, like kind of like
1: Renette. Uh huh. He's where, the same one across all. Like, them. It's, the,
3: it's the same cuddly that appeared in uh, Ninja Turtles Adventures all those years ago. That it was just be... like, cool, new guys. That would be amazing.
0: I also really like this rivalry that we've got building up going on. I mean, it was kind of already there before, but like the revival of it, I guess, of Hob and Stockman, you know, Stockman being where he's at as mayor and like Hob being like, oh, I'm going to get revenge on you, but I'm going to get revenge on you. Good. You know, like we're getting Casco of a style revenge, you know, where you're going like, to really fill
3: it. And like, you know, it, it threw me off for a second because like I, I forgot that like Hob's eye patch was cut off. Uh, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is a new look for Hob. Um, but it's, it's always good. It, it's, it's nice to see hop kind of, you know, all the way down, like lost all of his power and everything. Yeah. And it'll be really interesting to see how he builds that back up. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, do you think he's going to be a player in Armageddon game? Do you think he's going to find his own way in?
1: I guess, he, well, Because yeah. like
3: he the reason why he was in Stockman's flashback you know cuz Kitsune and Shredder were looking for things that were going to set off all these people and they specifically like noticed that like Hob sets Baxter off yeah so i mean yeah so hob is going to is going to factor in somehow but like i'm really curious to see how
0: yeah, yeah. well hob is is the loose end that Stockman can never tie off like he's he is the thing
2: that like he created that he thought he got rid of several times. Well, not several, but at least once. Yeah. If you're going to kill a man by shooting him point blank in the chest and pushing him into a river to die, you better make sure he's dead. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So Hob is kind of like this, like, yeah, like this loose end he can't tie off that, you know, is supposed to be something already past and gone. And so I guess you can kind of see why he would get under his skin so much and why he's such a problem for him yeah
2: it, it makes a lot of cool conflict because like obviously they want hob on their team because he gets under baxter skin but he also gets under the skin of every other mutant yeah <laughs> you know so nobody likes him. nobody likes hob yeah nobody likes him but the fans <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that's <laughs> what makes him such a good villain though you know yeah he, universally hated and still believes he's right and, mm-hmm. and, and is somewhat justified in some of his actions too so yeah really
0: great character hope he hope he makes the jump to something else hoping but let's just let's just adapt the idw series already yeah. into it into a tv show let's just do it <laughs> seem for to have not
3: heard that yet. one before
0: <laughs> i know i i say it a lot because i think it'd be awesome well,
3: i mean because they should so
0: because you know, they should and because i want other people to enjoy the story and it's really hard to get some people to read comics. Most people, it's really hard to get them to read comics for whatever reason. What, what's up with that? Read comics, people. It's one of those things where like, first off, you have people who don't like reading. And then B, you have people that just view comics as like this inferior form of literature in general. And so they don't want to read and they see that as like this weird form of literature. That's only for like the nerdiest of the nerd. It's, it's your homework. It's your nerd homework is what they see it as. Yeah. And so they don't want to do the homework and it's like, it's not homework. It's a super enjoyable story, like watching a movie or a TV show anyway.
3: Well, you also, you also have, I mean, speaking of homework, you know, you see, you know, you go to pick up an issue of Ninja Turtles it, we've we've talked about this before. Like you you pick up issue 131, you're like, why is Shredder helping the Turtles? Yeah, what has been going on? And so that's kind of that's kind of a weird barrier for a lot of people because then you see, oh, this is issue 131. I have 131 issues to read. You really have more like 200 issues to read because of all the side series and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, like. It it's it's Surprise, very daunting, it's, harder, it's very yeah. daunting for a lot of people.
2: Yeah, I think that reading comics is actually the most efficient way to read because if a picture is worth a thousand words, there's like five panels on every page, man. No, I yeah. I argue and even, that and
0: even then,
3: like it's so easy to read comics nowadays. Yeah. Like you like, comicsology account, you can read all the way up to issue 100, and all of the side stories with a comicsology account. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. just just with the unlimited account.
0: Yeah, well, and, and then, it it and flies by there. too. Like yeah, it, it really flies does. by when you read this series. Like reading it from the beginning, if you read it, it like you you fly through this series so fast. It's really easy to read all of it quickly. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things also where it's you enjoy the journey. Like it's not some sort of homework you have to do to to be a fan of Ninja Turtles. Like it is an awesome story that you can sit down and enjoy and and read. So I, th- I feel like that's the other thing. And that probably just comes from people viewing reading in general as homework instead of something, like, to enjoy yeah. uh, because of, well, the way the education system and everything else is. But we won't get into well, that. Well, I mean,
3: like we said, too, like, it's it's very hard for people to kind of, like, go all in on it, especially because mm-hmm. you, when you see how many issues you have to read. Yeah. And that's 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 a big barrier for a lot of people. And I get it. It's it's very hard. Yeah, but it, it isn't easy. It, but I promise you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're straight you're on. I promise you, I give you the word of the three of us.
0: Yeah, you it's are okay. just going to have a good time reading it. And that, that's all you got to know. It's like, I'm going to
3: enjoy the journey. Like, I'm going to sit down and yeah, read like, this like amazing how many, story. How many threads do we see in, in you know, RTMNT on Reddit, like, that are like, I want to read the, I want to read the comics for the first time. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're always in there like read IDW, read IDW. Yeah. You were, you were on a topic that had nothing to do with the comics and you're like read (laughs) IDW. Well,
0: the thing, well, the reason why is because like it is in my opinion, like the best turtle story you can get. There's a lot of people that are looking for something more mature, looking for something more grown up or more adult. This is that story. Like it's, it's not, you know, People, I mean, there actually are heads getting chopped off, but not all the time. But you yeah, know, like it's... this is darker and
3: grittier <laughs> than, and, than Mirage. And
2: when they was. are, it's children. So yeah, you know? like, <laughs>
3: like this is this is darker and grittier than Mirage ever was. So it's like everybody who says like, "Oh, I want a dark and gritty TMNT," it's like, read IDW, man." Like it's yeah. been there.
0: The turtles themselves do they kill? No, but literally everyone else does. So <laughs> almost everyone else, I should yeah. say, but all their villains and everyone else do. Um and that's, it's part of what makes it so good. They actually play that to great effect with the turtles and, and later on drama with the family because of that, that whole ordeal of them not killing. Um,
1: yeah. It, like it's a
3: big sticking point for Mikey.
0: Yeah. Like it, man. And they make it, they make it work super well. So my point is, is this is great. Modern writing, modern storytelling, fantastic comics, they're worth reading. I like guess the one thing that I can recommend to like literally anyone with confidence uh, with Ninja Turtles that like they will think this is a good story and like it. Yeah. Um, even more so than anything else. You know, you, like there's, there's no hangups because it's too old or, you know, has like old special effects or old style writing. It's modern. It's really well written, well put together. It's the Best thing to get people into turtles. I've lent these to some like nephews of mine, like my comic books from my DW series, and they really like them. You know, like I've got them into Ninja Turtles by showing them these comics.
3: So yeah, once my nieces get older, I'm gonna give them mine. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so it's it is definitely the way I think to get people into Ninja Turtles, and that's why I think they should adapt it into a TV show, is because I genuinely think that people would be like, Oh wow, this is really good. This is more than just some goofy cartoon that came on on Saturday morning during the '80s, you know that I would buy toys from. Like, there's there's something really really good about this series. Yeah, called, it's called good writing, but it's worth worth having more people seeing it. Anywho, anyway, that is <laughs> that's my rant.
3: That yeah. is Armageddon game up to now.
0: Yeah, well, we haven't talked about 131 yet. What we liked in that one yet? Oh, we did. No, we haven't. Oh, it was all
3: right. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> we spent all this time talking about that's that's why you get the Ninja Turtle Power for the tangents. For the tangents.
0: Um, but one of the things I really like about it is there's a lot of callbacks to previous continuity in this one. You know, talking about Dark Leo, Jenica not knowing yeah. anything about that and being like, Am I gonna ever learn about this? And they're like, uh, not now, Jenica. Sorry, like this. <laughs> this is a touchy subject. Uh it's you know it's really really cool because they like I said they, they bring up all sorts of past continuity in it. It just really ties the whole universe together. Reminds you that it's one big storyline that is this massive epic that sprawls across hundreds of issues.
2: Yeah, I still yeah. love when they they bring up that Michelangelo is the only one that understands Japanese. And he's yeah, he's the one that he he accurately translated that uh, Shredder was saying strength when he says ren. The, mm-hmm. ren Yeah
3: yeah like that's that's always been one of my favorite things about i d w is like Mike. he's the only one that can read Japanese. yeah, I read so much manga. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great line. Um, like th- this was cool. um it was it was like you know exactly what you said like it's it's nice that this is like an issue that kind of calls back to a lot of stuff. and this goes back I mean, kind of what we were saying about like you kind of have to do your homework when reading this um because it, it does you don't have to know what the references is. But I mean, like, you'll understand, you're, you're, you'll kind of be like Jenica, you know, you'll know of Dark Leo, but you won't know about Dark Leo. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool to, to see that Dark Leo is coming back, because that's like, it's very much, I think, a fan favorite, mm-hmm. you know, kind of part of this series. Yeah. And, like, it's a killer design, no matter what.
0: I mean I'm pretty sure that it's mostly inspired by one of the episodes in season 7 of the 2003 series.
3: But okay. where all the turtles inspired get inspired by 2003 mind
2: controlled and turned evil and they have black <laughs> bandanas and anyway yeah it's like it's like the same design but it's the same design drawn by Mateo Santaluca which is yeah. just like that much cooler. <laughs> yeah you know Mateo Santaluco
0: definitely like you know leveled the design up a whole lot don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it is kind of I feel like from from that episode oh 100 all
2: right so
0: are, do we have more
2: that we love about these uh yes
0: things? i yes. i love the cost and like all of the rules with the magic that they're kind of putting in there so that it's not you know it's not going to be them just blasting lasers out of their swords or you know things like that like you have some rules to it they're going to have to do it in secret out of you some things to keep in mind to make it so that it's not just like the super overpowered or, over, you know, thing that, uh, happens, you know, they're actually going to have to, to be smart about it and, and use it well. Cause it's costly. And the other thing that I liked is that it matches up with the other pregame issues. So like the pregame issues we're going and we're seeing like the fears and like what the main villains fear in this issue, we get to see what the turtles are kind of struggling with and the things that they've had with, as far as PTSD and other things go from their mm-hmm. past. And so it kind of matches up and is in the same vein as
1: those stories in this issue. Nice. Hadn't thought of that. Good stuff. Go read this book. Yeah. Yeah. Or just
3: keep coming back every time we do one of these. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. Or that. <laughs> we'll read <laughs> it very least. <laughs> yeah. We won't claim that our summaries are better than the actual books, but yeah. <laughs> they're, not,
3: they're not half as bad. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not half as bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, So, Keith, I guess uh, take us into the news.
1: This is April O'Neill of
3: Channel 6. Pretty late week in news. By the time you listen to this episode, it is probably going to be over. There might be some restocks, but Target is doing their new Fall Geek Out event. Uh, They did this last year. Uh, There's going to be some new NECA figures that, uh, um, some new NECA figures that are going to be available on the Target website and in store. So Usagi Ujimbo, the Neutrinos, uh, and Token Razar are expected to be there. In fact, uh, depending on your Target, they may have already been on the shelves. Of my five targets, and none of none of them have gotten any of these turtles figures yet. So, I know I haven't missed anything. But uh, definitely check on the website, uh, see if something is still available, and then also check your targets for either a geek out uh, end cap or just your normal NECA section. Uh, And then if you are a fan of the free-to-play video game Knockout City, uh, which is kind of like Fortnite and Dodgeball, uh, the Turtles are getting added. They're actually already added uh, in the new Season 7 pass. So, you can play as the turtles in that game. And then also, Shredder's helmet and April's jumpsuit are wearable items for your character.
2: Can you wear both at the same time? Uh,
3: I don't know if you can wear both at the same time, but uh, those are also included in the season pass. So,
0: Shredder O'Neill, give it to me. Shredder O'Neill.
3: I just want to.
0: April Osaki. (laughs) Someone someone messes up the timeline, and now April is Shredder. I want to see this.
3: That's the, that's the Lady Shredder. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't play the game. Uh, I remember seeing it in like a Nintendo Direct, but I did not play it. And I completely forgot that it came out.
2: So that's on me.
3: That's it. That was a very nice, very light news week. Yeah, yeah, not a whole lot. So
2: Spencer, what are we doing next week?
0: Next week, we're going back into the cartoon so we'll be covering episodes 34, 35, and 36 of season four of the 1987
2: series. So that splinter vanishes, Raphael drives them wild, and beyond the Donatello Nebula.
3: Three iconic episodes, let me tell you.
2: Yeah, that's uh, very iconic.
3: So guys, thank you again for another Week of the Ninja Power Hour. Uh, let us know somewhere on the internet that you enjoyed the show—Twitter, Instagram, Facebook—or check us out on TikTok for that series that Spencer's doing. Uh, and then, just like I said, tell us that you love us. Um, <laughs> we love you. Thank you. Stay safe out there. And
0: yeah. All right, guys, that's our show this week. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next time, cowabunga, dudes.
2: Cowabunga.
3: Rin pure poja. Kai Jin Ritsu Zai Zen <laughs>
2: That's no fair because Spencer and I only got one, but you got nine. Yeah, like what's <laughs> up with that?
3: It's all—it's all the same thing.
2: <laughs> oh, it just counts as one.
3: You know I mean, you never complain if when you, I do. A, when
2: you never
1: complain,
3: when
2: that I still know. only I do counts as so. one. Yeah, yeah if, if you get all one. the cuts in in one cut, that counts as one cut. Exactly.
3: No <laughs> no pauses between them. That was all one thing.
1: All right, fine. I'll allow it. All right, he's out here. So.
3: Whoa, look at that. We're going to have bonus content this week. Yeah. At the gate. I We're mean, it's going to be a short gate. episode, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was I going to say for bonus content? Um...
0: So a while back, I talked about getting this comic called The Eternat. Okay. Vodata. So it's a Spanish one. I've been reading it in Spanish. And, like, I was expecting to expand my Spanish vocabulary but I'm also expanding my English vocabulary as I have tried to translate certain words that I don't know. And then I just get an English word I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then I'm like, oh, well, now I have to look up a definition.
3: Love it when that happens. Yeah,
0: fantastic.
3: Um, got a couple of new action figures in the mail today. Uh, do you remember elsewhere. the... Uh, no, those ones are coming soon. So, if you're listening to this in the bonus content, uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because I have no idea <laughs> what Playmates is sending me. Um, but I know they're sending me something. Now, the ones I got in the mail today were uh, uh, the new Krillin figure from Dragon Ball. Ooh. Uh, Krillin is my favorite. From Dragon Ball. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Uh, I, just, I don't know. It's something about you know he's you know the strongest human uh, on a team full of Saiyans and stuff. It's like I mean it should be Tien
0: Shinhan, but anyway, continue.
3: Uh, and T- Tien uh, has lost the title. Um, Tien, settled down. Uh, him and him and Yamcha basically got to a point where they were like. We can't compete
0: anymore. Well, no, but like Tien, Tien still trains. Like he straight up owns his own dojo and like trains other people.
3: Yeah, but he's not like but he's like more like a Master Roshi now for uh the Crane school.
2: He's he's I think not, you mean Master Yoshi. Uh, no, it's, it's no Roshi. it's Roshi.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> um, Jesus But no, I finished You're reading, nerds. I finished
3: reading yeah, I mean, you can't see me pushing up my glasses, but I am. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, he um God, I finished reading, like, the original Dragon Ball manga, and I'd never read the whole thing.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Because back when I first started reading it, it came out as comic books. Like, they literally printed it in, like, you know, 8x11 comic books, Mm -hmm. not mangas. And so, and then you just, you bought, you know, 22 issues, or 22 pages, just like a normal comic book. And I still have them. Uh, I think they're in, like, one of my big comic book boxes that I got from my parents. Um, But it's just, it's so weird, because, like, manga as, like, a digest book now is such a normalized thing. And just to think that, like, in 1998, this was the only way you could read manga back then. Huh.
0: Yeah, it is wild.
3: Um, But anyway, they never, as far as I know, they never printed All of the original Dragon Ball, so I never got to read it all. Um, Mm -hmm. And now that I have like a subscription to Shonen Jump, um, I was like. And then when I you know was sick, I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. So I read all like 200 chapters of Dragon Ball. Nice. Uh, Now I'm on Z. Uh, Just got to Namek. Um, that's about 400 chapters. Um, because I really want to like I I want to read Super.
0: So, mm. I want to read Super too. I because like they they're not making any more anime. So I I was kind of a watcher of Dragon Ball. I've mm. always wanted to read the manga, just never got around to it. And it's one of those things where it's like ah, I already kind of know the story. You know, do I really need to read the manga?
3: And that's kind so. of where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at too. Like I I mean obviously I like I've seen all of Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. but I'm but I kind of want the like unfiltered, you know original experience yeah by reading by reading the manga um so that's that's kind of where i'm at and i'm having a good time i really like it um yeah you know, there's there's stuff i don't remember from the anime that i'm like oh that's cool i really like how it is here more
1: hmm
0: yeah it does sound cool i mean i've heard that the manga is better in general which is like the biggest thing that tempts me to to go in on it and read it you know i know that the I know that the Shonen app is cheap, but the problem is, is I also have my DC Universe app oh. that I'm reading. And it's like, I I read enough on my DC Universe app to pay for, to justify paying it. I, like, I Sh- don't want it to get in the way of all my other reading because I already have the so Shonen, much reading.
3: <laughs> the Shonen app is three bucks a month.
0: Yeah, no, it's way cheap. Yeah, it's it's super cheap. And I know that. I'm just worried about everything getting in the way of everything because
3: i read so much stuff well, i mean thankfully so. like if you're reading modern stuff like because uh-huh. uh, because the subscription also gets you like modern stuff as it's coming out so i'm so i'm reading spy family and my hero academia mm-hmm. um as they come out and yeah like you know those are those are small chapters so like they're they're very quick reads yeah, for the new stuff. It's when you start getting into the into the catalog and like, you know, you get to Dragon Ball with its 400 chapters mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, okay. Like this is going to be a time sink. So yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to kind of budget your time for it. But I mean, for me, for me, like I, I love it.
0: Yeah. When I, I love Dragon Ball. So that's the thing is like, I think I would enjoy it. It's just the fact that I'm also reading So many other things, yeah. So, I might just skip straight to super. I might get it and just skip straight to super. I mean, yeah, you could do that too. Because, like, I just watched the newest movie and I have mixed feelings about it, but overall, I think I love it. So,
3: oh, superhero, yeah, like I I have some the number one movie in America, yeah, as it should be. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to watch it, but um, I'm still not fully on board with like 3D anime like that.
0: Yeah, I get you and they they go pretty crazy with the camera angles in it because they're just taking advantage of it being 3D. Yeah. So they're like super dynamic with their camera angles all over the place with them. At it, some points where it's like very noticeable that they're doing that yeah. and you're kind of like, "All right guys, I get it. 3D animation. You can you can move that camera around a lot. Let's calm down a little bit though."
3: <laughs> I think like what they did was, you know, they saw everybody love Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah um and like they're like oh like, this is the future of how we're gonna do dragon ball and granted like fighter z is a gorgeous game like i i have it I, I have all the season passes too and it's mostly just because i love doing training mode and just you know just doing training mode with the characters just so i could watch the supers yeah like
0: for for our listeners i am nodding emphatically with Mike as he says all these <laughs> things, <laughs> I love like, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah,
3: like that's such a fun game. Yeah, just just to just to watch, like you know, think, going back to Krillin, like I love Krillin, and uh, he's married to Android eighteen, and her super combo, like he comes, like depending on if they're on the same team, if, if she's because it's three v three versus three, mm-hmm. so if it's just her on the team and krillin's not there then her super calls in her brother android 17 but if krillin's there it it switches to krillin and then like they do a cool combo attack it's the same attack yeah. it's just um one's got krillin and one's got android yeah uh, i 17
0: it's got so many fun easter eggs like that like if uh so I, i'm a piccolo guy i love piccolo Pickle's mm-hmm. my main if he is on the same team as gotenk's when uh go does volleyball the volleyball yeah does the volleyball suddenly piccolo's in it and like does one of the hits on the ball and he's just yeah. like
3: volley like, yeah. it. it's so <laughs> funny like volley yeah um it's so funny and then like when you complete the combo he's like did i really have to do that yeah um because he's like off screen he's <laughs> saying it too so it's uh-huh. just so funny oh god that's one of my favorite ones yeah, it's um, fantastic. and then I just I love doing like the family kamehameha with like Goku, Go, Gohan, and Goten. Oh yeah, like, like that family kamehameha, like it 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 makes you emotional because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a cool move.
0: Or with Tien, you can straight up just have Tzu come in and blow himself up on something. Yeah, and then, then Tien is like,
1: no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I yeah. do that every time.
3: It's, it's, it's such a fun game. And then, like, I'm so glad they added Master Roshi to it. Because mm-hmm. um, he, he's just fun and stupid. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, as far as, the, as, like, the original manga goes, like, there's some jokes that, like, haven't aged very well, but it's, it's pretty... It's still a fun.
0: Is manga. it better than the anime, though, as far as, like, how pervy it gets um, with him, Or is it the same?
3: I'm going to say yeah, it is better. Um okay. like he's still he's still pervy in it, but it's mostly like it's mostly stuff with Bulma. Mm. Like it is in the anime. Yeah. Um but I feel like it's less in the manga. Um and like it get, she gets to a point where she just like doesn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so like he he tries and then he'll you know, she smacks him or something yeah um, and then, like after that as as it focuses less on him, it's just like kind of he'll randomly like pinch somebody's butt or something. Mm. and then and it's it's the same gags that that I think made it into the anime. It's just um, yeah, less so,
0: yeah, I mean, that's probably like my favorite thing in super is when they have him like overcome his that side of him, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, he's cool again. All
3: right. <laughs> yeah, like I, I like a Master Roshi who doesn't, who, who's kind of aged up with the times and realizes yeah. that's not a funny joke anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, as far as news tonight, Cal um, uh, Bunga collection dropped yesterday. Yeah, we
0: forgot that in our news last week. That's probably the biggest news that were there was.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, we didn't talk about that last week. Oops, um, I'll be getting
0: that on Saturday
3: uh this is we didn't talk about the target geek out events where they're gonna have some new NECA figures like usagi and the neutrinos and Tune to Razar. It,
1: start?
3: uh, it starts tomorrow but depending on your target they've already put the figures out
2: oh okay
3: so um, i think the second is when it's gonna is when it goes on their website um, so definitely after or before this episode drops um and then the turtles got added to a video game called knockout city
0: yeah I told, i've actually always meant to play that one because it looks fun but i just yeah. never
3: got around to it yeah it looks fun it's i mean it's it's Fortnite but dodgeball okay um football so i'm kind of like eh, it's not it's not for me And the character models that they used in the game look exactly like the ones from Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: So me. Yeah.
3: Not for me, but other other than that, it's a pretty slow news week.